0: Hi, everyone. My name is Jacob Deaton, and we are back with another episode of Southern Wedding Professionals. And today, I have a wonderful human being that I've just gotten to know for like literally six minutes and 37 seconds, and I can't wait to get to know her more. Her name is Regina. She's with the Factory Atlanta, a wonderful venue in Shambly, Georgia. Regina, what's going on?
1: <laughs> well, it's 9 a.m. It's <laughs> a little past 9 a.m., um, yeah, things are, things are good. Yeah, we're excited. I'm excited to be here this morning.
0: And thank you so much for accepting my invitation. When I found your website, it was so clean, so cool. And the space really touched um, me as uh, someone who has been in a lot of these types of spaces, like uh, event spaces and, and yeah. uh, of the sort. Um It just has a real cool industrial natural vibe it's not like it doesn't seem to be um uh you know fabricated or anything it just seems to be like what it is um (laughs) tell me about this space just give me like the um you know the you know the the Quick run through? Yes, that's, yeah. that's it <laughs> It's 9 a.m., I need to keep drinking coffee here. Yeah, I know, I know.
1: You said, you told me to bring water, but I have coffee with me <laughs> this morning. Um, yeah, you know, it is just supposed to be a blank slate for people to get creative. I mean, that was our whole mission when we started. Um, my husband and I really had this idea that we didn't want it to be specifically a wedding venue, um, mm. but we definitely wanted to have weddings obviously here, but we wanted it to be a place where couples could come and really create something special and unique and something that's personally them and not personally us. So we wanted people to come in and be able to say like, I, you know, like I wanna put my logo everywhere. We wanna put our logo everywhere. We wanna put pictures of ourselves everywhere. Um, And we wanted to help facilitate that in a way that was meaningful for us and for the couple that we work with. Um, That was always our whole, you know, our whole thing. So when you come in, like, it is just a white box. That's what I tell people. I'm like, it's just a white box, but um, that's kind of what's beautiful about it is that because it's a white box, you can really do anything that you want and whatever you add, you're adding to it. So there's nothing to compete with in the space, which I think is, you know, I think it's why it speaks to some, uh, well, a lot of people, <laughs> I
0: guess. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's really, really gorgeous. I mean, it, it was uh, it was just crazy that I was looking at the same space when uh, I would flip through the photos on mm-hmm. uh, your website, and it literally was like a different place every single time. And I, there's a lot of places that are white box places, you know, that uh, that we've all been in and seen. But... This one just seems to like have um, um, a touch that I just don't normally see in, in, a, in a venue and the way it was presented. So hats off to you. Hey. I, mean, I, I was, I mean, like I said, I've been in a lot of places like that and it, it just, the website just really snagged me and, um, and it really uh, perked my curiosity and that's why we're here. Uh, so um so yeah so how long um have you owned the building or um how long have you had the space
1: yeah i'll kind of tell you a little bit of history because it is a family like a family um building so my family owns the building um i moved from new york to help them with their commercial laundry business which was in our space currently Mm -hmm. um and we used to rent linens to everybody from Applebee's to Bacchanalia I mean it was just like you know everybody in the. I mean a lot of people in the city mm. um and then I helped them sell that business in 2016 they retired and so we were kind of left with a lot of space and some linens and um so that's kind of the whole history I mean we've had the building for a long time but we started construction um like in early 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 2018 and um, finished late 2018. So really I've only had like one full year of business before COVID hit, so.
0: (laughs) Wow, wow, that's crazy. So, okay, so how long, um, so so did I get that, did I understand that right? Um, That your family actually operated that previous business out of this space?
1: Yes, I always say it looked like Breaking Bad in here. I mean, it doesn't look like that now. (laughs) I mean, we had like big fifteen pound, you know, like huge washers here. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a, a lot of activity. So it's a lot different now.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's um uh, that's really cool. Uh, I mean, for I mean, what, what a, I mean, what gave you this crazy vision of doing this? Like post, like when they when they decide, okay, we're gonna hang up our business. But we've got this building. Like what made you rush yeah. in and be like, oh, I got an idea? Like how did it, how did that come about?
1: I don't know. I mean, it was something that it just seemed kind of the right thing to do. It was an empty space. Um, and we had we had some rental items. Like we were kind of going in that direction before they retired. We kind of had acquired some tables and chairs, and um, it just seemed like a natural path to go. Mm. towards um i mean it seems like it was an easy decision i did a lot of research as well and, and things like that because when you're undertaking something that's going to cost a lot of money and a lot of energy on the front end mm-hmm. um, you have to do all that research and i really think about it but um but yeah i mean it it was kind of a path that it just kind of opened up that way and um and I'm so happy it did because my husband and I really feel like it's our forever job.
0: <laughs> That's cool. I, yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel the same way about um, you know my world. I feel like it's a forever job. I feel like I'm never gonna leave. Whenever you find, whenever you get that feeling, yeah, um, it's know, amazing. People, and then and then people ask you like, well, what, what are you like? Is you know, you're gonna do something else or like? I mean, mm-hmm. would you ever change anything? And you're like, no, actually, I'm I'm like really quite good. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm not, I mean,
1: I didn't think it really existed until we opened this business. And I was like, I just can't imagine doing anything else. We love it. We really do.
0: Yeah, I, got, I'm, I, I tell people all the time that I got lucky. Like I stumbled into my forever job or the beginnings of my forever job. And of course, things always evolve and, um, mm-hmm. you know, life always evolves. But I stumbled into that at 22. So when I stumbled into that at 22, <laughs> I realized that, that was just it for me. And there would maybe be, you know, um, you know, these little mini sections, you know, like I, people always had a hard time. I always had a hard time articulating that to people. And it seems like um, since I've been doing this uh, podcast and YouTube series that it's, I'm finding more and more people that are like, no, nah, this is it. Like three, I have come through all of this. Where were you before all this? Like you said, you were in New York. So what were you doing yeah. in New York previous to getting involved in this?
1: I know. You said you were a booking agent. I was a booking agent um, oh, yeah. for a while with for models though um, in New York. Oh. I was working in fashion. I thought that that's what I wanted to do and realized I like fashion, but I didn't necessarily want to work in fashion. So
0: well, you are uh, a pretty I mean, fashionable gal. I mean, we both have semi-similar hairstyles. So yeah,
1: I'm trying to grow hair. mine out right now, so I feel a little like, oh, I'm kind of in between haircuts, but <laughs> uh, but it's okay. I feel like it's okay. Yeah, um, great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just was coming to Atlanta just to kind of figure out like what the next step was because my family was here and they needed help with their, their business. So I thought, okay, this is like a good pit stop. I can figure out what I'm going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got here and, you know, I really fell in love with the city. I mean, Atlanta is very cool. It's just, it's so different and I feel like the opportunities here are just so much wider and, mm-hmm. and just ready for, people to kind of grab them and go for it than it is. York. it's just so much harder in New York and some of these other cities. Um, And so when I, you know, when I moved here, I just realized like, this is kind of the place I want to be. And then my husband was still working in fashion in New York. He was um, a buyer for a really big um, designer. And then, you know, I dragged him down here, we got married, (laughs) had a kid. Um, Yeah, all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, that was, That was what I was doing before I was in fashion and then well both of us were in fashion and we we loved this job more than we ever did fashion seems so glamorous but this is more rewarding I would say
0: I would really say that Atlanta for me um when I hear people say that um it gets me excited because I felt the same way when I first moved to Atlanta 16 years ago I guess um basically the start of my whole uh my whole journey but like I just I've tried to move away from Atlanta. Like I have, I'm like I'm moving somewhere else. I've been here <laughs> too long, you know. The gypsy spirit,
1: yeah. Um,
0: and you know, there's something about the people, the industry here, the um, uh, you know, the people that are involved in my world of of business and and also your world. Um, and as I've grown to meet tons of people here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, b- spaces like yourself and other providers of uh, services. There's just a special spirit here that just won't let me leave, and I'm <laughs> I'm and I'm at peace with that now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good, um, yeah, you know,
0: but um, but yeah, let's um, let's talk a little bit more about um. So you've been like the actual space. So you've been in business for a year. Give us some. Um, give us some. Like uh, you got some. I'm sure you have like some dimensions or like, um, like what kind of. Uh, you know what's your cap on the room you know some basic things like that
1: yeah um so we really tried to think about the flow of the space so when you first come in um and i, I will say like from the curb you can't tell what we are i mean it is just it looks like a warehouse from the front um, so we ended up putting the entrance in the back because we want people to feel like they've discovered something very cool or something different. So um, when people come, they're a little confused when they first come into our parking lot. But our entrance is in the back. We have like a nice, you know, like glass doors. And when they come in, it's a small space. We call it our pre-function space. I do rent it kind of standalone, but it's 2,400 square feet. Okay. Um, and, you know, pre-COVID, we would do events of 100 people or less in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Then it the kind out, of the outdoor or indoors.
1: The indoors, so oh, that's yeah. like the um, pre-function area. Like when as soon as you walk in, got it. That room leads. It has like a big ten by ten opening that leads into our main space, which is fifty six hundred square feet. Right,
0: okay. um,
1: and that that space has really tall ceilings. So a lot of these things, like if you see online and they have like stuff hanging from the ceiling, this is. This is usually the room that they do it in mm-hmm. um, so it's 5600 square feet the ceilings are 20 feet tall. Um, yeah really it's like really big and wide and you just wouldn't ever know it from the outside. Mm-hmm. and so that's kind of also nice is that it's super private and nobody nobody knows what we're doing here <laughs> not that we're doing anything weird but you know <laughs> we're not doing anything breaking bad but. When you get... <laughs> But when you come in, it's like, it's, it's a big surprise. So, um, and then from there, like the kitchen is kind of situated in the middle where it has access to the pre-function space as well as um, the main space. So it's, it's kind of like one big circle. And then we have two getting ready rooms. I have um, like two green rooms. One, we serves as like a bridal suite. The other one serves as like a groom suite if it's a wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's not, we just, it's a vendor suite um, for bands or things like that.
0: That. So sure. yeah, wow. I mean, I'm I. I mean, you had me at flow. We've really thought about our flow. Like as soon yeah. as you said that, I'm just like oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, a lot of people are like when vendors come in, they're like oh wow, like everything really feels like you know, we've thought about it. We And we did, like, even before we started, like, putting electricity in, we consulted with an AV company in town to tell us, like, how much power we need. And so
0: those you know,
1: breakers, we need to put these on. And do we need, we put we put in extra power for, you know, big events. And um, there's multiple ways for vendors to load in and load out. We have docks, you know, we have So we wanted to make it easy for vendors as well. That was like a super important thing for us because the vendors are the ones that we see over and over. You know, we wanted, these are the people that we work with a lot and we wanted to make it easy for them because it is, it's really hard work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard work. Yeah. That's really, that's really cool. So what did you say the cap on the main space was the 50? Oh,
1: sorry. Yeah. So in the, Pre-COVID, it was 400, um, but now it's about 150. Is like our max is what we'll do. So it's the safest. Well,
0: <laughs> I would say that this is a great time to just pivot and get to the elephant in the room. Uh, yes. <laughs> to, I mean, as someone that has been in business for like just one cycle, yes. um, you know, I could imagine that this time would be a little more difficult for someone um, like you what kind of th- what kind of precautions are you guys taking um, mm-hmm. what's your uh, what's your general overview as far as um, speaking uh, with new clients i mean it, have you felt like it's things have slowed down a little bit have you felt like things have just continued but people are willing to like push back you know to if they need a certain amount of people in the room like give us it's your really, of
1: it's really interesting um because obviously, like when everything shut down in March, you know, we were really disappointed. We were kind of gearing up for like a really, really big year. Like everything was kind of booked up and um, we were getting a good mix of different kinds of events, which is what we wanted. Um, and then when it hit in March, everything kind of canceled, everything postponed and, every, you know, then that's fine. Like we, we postponed everybody without any fees, which is kind of a nice feeling. Like we just... You know, I mean, it's nobody's fault. And so we just wanted to do what we could. And then um, as things started kind of opening back up, we had some people who said, we're going to move forward, but we're going to lower our guest count. Um, And then a lot of our weddings, I would say, you know, we get a lot of like 200 to 300 person weddings because our space is so large. And so, um, and we can accommodate everybody in the same room, which is, I think, pretty unique. So all, a lot of those people kind of postponed out, but then I started getting like really kind of smaller events, like people who just wanted some, and it's all last minute. So it's actually been okay. I mean, it's not been, you know, crazy as we were expecting 2020 to be, but it's been fine. Um, So what we do every, you know, when we have an event is we put a tent outside, we take everybody's temperature we give everybody um, a free mask if they want if they want it or if they don't, if they need one. Um, all vendors are required to wear masks when they 're inside, even when they 're setting up and we wipe down everything pretty frequently i mean like the door handles and things in the bathroom so we try to be as careful as we can and we you know we want to make sure that the tables are spaced out, so we kind of have a big hand in. Um, like where the tables are going to go and you know all those things that um, kind of we have to be aware of so right. those are all the things that we've done so far and um, I will say knock on wood everything's been okay so far so yeah and that's I get tested great. every week <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good.
0: I mean you're around tons of people every week that you don't know I, I mean yeah. that's probably that's probably a good thing uh, yeah the I just find this whole time really interesting and in people's take on it because, you know, the, the overall, um, spirit seems to be, um, you know, a lot of people are using this time to better, um, uh, to make their infrastructure better. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they're looking around, they've got nothing to do, you know, was there anything specifically that, like, that, like, um, that you were looking at, like in this time of like, well, I'm reschedule on these events but you know I'm not doing these events so I have this amount of time was there any way that you use that for like the advantage or the for the future you know to like reinvest in your your brand yourself maybe it was just personal time maybe you just needed a break like what was there anything (laughs) you did with that time specifically
1: I mean I think it was interesting because we talked a little bit in the beginning about like work-life balance Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that it really made me look at our work-life balance and the, you know, when we first started, it was like, we put our kid in school, you know, full day. And then on the weekends we'd be working. So really we didn't have a lot of time with him. Um, and it really, I think kind of reset us and made us realize that we can kind of readjust some things so that we can have a little bit more work-life balance. Um, I think we were just going full force and just trying to like do as much as we can. Um, But as for, for, um, I'm sorry. Oh. (laughs) Uh, For, you know, our infrastructure, I think that we had kind of already invested as much as we could just because we were in the beginning. So there wasn't a lot of stuff that we could like actually invest in some more (laughs) we were just kind of on the precipice of like jumping off so um i mean the only thing is that we've just you know we made sure we added a little bit more staff for support for us um but it was all people that were kind of in place so we have a security company that we have we have ballet company that we work Mm -hmm. with um and then you know we have our regular staff but we just made sure that we added more per event
0: listen this work life balance <laughs> thing is real yeah it's 100 it real mm-hmm. um i mean especially
1: actually, when all the work happens on the weekend you know
0: right because yeah. exactly and then you're you're basically uh obligated to uh um to keep working hours during the week um mm-hmm. because you have to be available for you know walkthroughs and you know to answer emails and phone calls and go to meetings with people or whatever it is that you, you gotta do. Um, you know, when your business is, you know, your big business is happening on when everybody's off, um, and you still have to be on when everybody's on, um, when is there a time for you? Um, and that's something that I feel like everybody could benefit from this listening to this. Um, you know, I know it's this trendy word and I'm, I'm not usually a guy that goes for all these like trendy words or phrases or whatever um, I'm, I'm kind of like old school, you know, I'm from Indiana, so my, my whole family were, uh, grocers, you know, and they worked like 70 hours a week and never complained about it, you know?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so, um, for me working, is just like second nature. It's something that I love to do. And I, I get really excited about doing every day that I wake up, which is maybe weird for some people, but, yeah. uh, but it's, but it's true. You can't be your best if you're on 24 hours a day seven days a week like you just Mm -hmm. can't
1: Mm -hmm. i mean we you know part of what we find that um, we think is one of our strengths is that we're super flexible, right? Like I try to be as super flexible and open as possible. And so in the beginning, I was giving everybody like whatever time, oh, you want to come at eight at night? Totally cool. I will come, I'll meet you here, <laughs> I'll open the doors. <laughs> and then uh, I think this, this has been really nice to kind of reset and be like, okay, I got to like draw a couple lines, you know, still be super flexible, but still be like, okay, I, <laughs> I have to like, my kid to bed and you know things
0: like that (laughs) right um well having children will definitely do that i'm sure yeah um you know that'll make you start drawing some real hard lines real quick yeah um yeah as a single guy (laughs) i have children i have a really hard time with lines Um, and uh but that's what this this time has taught me too you know like this Mm -hmm. time has taught me to you know find the time yeah. Um, and not just give all of it away all the time.
1: Um, yeah. I just, I, I don't take anything for granted anymore. Um, I think that's what this time is also kind of given people. It's like, you know, all these things that we took for granted before, you just, you can't, you gotta be thankful for the things that you have and like really cherish, like all the, all of the things.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Something that comes to mind, transitioning a little bit here, um, that like, I'm always curious, especially from somebody like yourself, that's, um, you know, newer on the scene of being, uh, an event space, um, in a very competitive market of event spaces that are all around Atlanta, that are all really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get the word out about, uh, what you do? How did you, um you know, how did you market yourself um, up to this point? Um, do you have any sort of like future goals with that kind of stuff um, that maybe you haven't implemented yet that you're thinking about doing? Like, how did you get the word out? I, I think it was just word of mouth, honestly. Wow. Like
1: one planner came um, and it was before we even really started construction. So I was selling, this, I was selling my vision <laughs> before we were even done. And, um, you know, I don't know, like I just would like tell people like, this is gonna be the kitchen. And then I'd like walk over to another like crazy unlit warehouse space. And I'm like, this is the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and certain planners were just able to see it. And they believed in what we were doing. And, and, and it was really nice because once we finished construction, I had the plan, like certain plans were like, okay, I've never met anybody who said that they were gonna do exactly what they said they were going to do, and you did it. You delivered and, you know, um, so from the very beginning, like we kind of had things booked, which was really nice. Um, And then from there, we always felt like if we do a really good job, everybody who's in the space, it's like doing a a walkthrough, basically. We're doing a walkthrough with like 300 people tonight. (laughs) We're gonna do a walkthrough with like 250 people tonight. Um, And there were certain communities that really like, um, that really supported us. So, so that was also a really great thing. And, um, and we did, you know, we did the regular, like we put ourselves on wedding wire, we put ourselves down, like, you know, we got the lowest package in the first, you know, when we first opened, now we're like in the second tier. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it wasn't a lot of like pushing our, you know, I don't know. It was just kind of organic, which is nice. You know,
0: that's extremely nice. (laughs) (laughs) And then
1: I don't know what was going on like with the website. Like I, I did it, like I did it myself on Squarespace and you know, it's nice that they have like these really beautiful templates. So you can just like, and we took our own photos and in the beginning and um, I don't know, like people would find us through our website, which was always also surprising. Um, So I don't know where we are, like how we popped up, but people would somehow find us. And uh, Mm. we just kind of grew little bit by little bit.
0: Sure. Um, Incredible. Uh, What a great, uh, you know, like what a a great story. I mean, to just have that from the beginning, like the word just kind of really traveled. You know, yeah, just I think
1: just, we were in a good spot as well. Like Chambly, there's nothing going on. There's no event spaces here really. Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of connects the north with the downtown. So we're kind of smack in the middle. So mm-hmm. it kind of, um, it fills, I think it checks a lot of boxes for people where they don't have to go maybe to West Midtown, uh, but they can get that kind of same feel.
0: Right, was that something that you uh, that you like had in your mastermind plan? You're like, ooh, we're like in this really cool niche, and no one's here. Um, um, it they, was they-
1: definitely we thought about it. You know, I mean, my my parents bought this building because as a linen company it was kind of a good spot. It's like a good access point. Like you can get on 85 and 285 and 400, like very, very easily. Um, So, and it all worked out, you know, in our favor that it's just in a really great area that has access to a lot of different neighborhoods and um, cities in Georgia, so. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I I mean, that could have been a plus or a minus depending on who you asked and their personality. You know what I mean? Because like, like. Oh, there's no event spaces around here. How are we ever going to survive? Um, and I think thinking about it from the positive and just saying yeah. like, no, this is like, this is it. Like this is, yeah. we're in a space where no one else is and that we could really benefit from this. I think that's really cool. Really cool outlook. Hey.
1: You got to <laughs> look at everything half full, right?
0: <laughs> right. It, yeah. It's yeah. Oof. Um, so, um, Tell me a little bit about maybe, um, I always like to ask this question too, because I think this is a a cool one. Um, What was something that you um, maybe underestimated whenever you decided that you were gonna jump into the space and obviously it was a natural transition, there was, you already kind of had an idea about what you were getting into, but was there something that you just like totally blew you away that you just did not expect?
1: I didn't know how vendors work together Um, it is like such an amazing thing I think that's one of the things we love the most is that when we show up for an event and there's people who've never worked together before like these are people that are kind of thrown together some people may have worked together before but there's a new staff and um, but everybody works together to make sure that this event is a success and everybody's invested you know and that is like such a beautiful thing like everybody's coming together and i will say that so like almost everybody that i've met in this industry like really prides themselves on what they do and they do it to their best ability you know i mean we've had some people maybe it's been a you know not (laughs) as great of an experience but for the most part i would say it's been amazing like the people that we meet Um, The staff, you know, their staff, it's always been such a just beautiful thing to see people come together and work together Um, and not having worked together before, like how do you create that synergy? It's just something that's very unique to this industry, I think.
0: People that work in this industry that are vendors, um, I feel are some of the most creative people um, that Mm -hmm. I've ever met and being a musician for years, I've met a lot of really cool and creative people, um, but their ability to, to come into a space that they've never been in, or maybe you know, uh, at the most extreme, I would say, um, mm-hmm. to work with people that they've never worked with, that they have to work in perfect sync with um, from, you know, uh, from the get-go, and yeah. they have to make this event perfect Mm -hmm. there's zero room for error and and it's like walking a high wire over the niagara falls or something you know what i mean Uh, like it's it's there's (laughs) no room for error and you have to be you have to be perfect yeah Uh, it just blows my mind um like and when i get to the end of an event and i look around and i'm like how did we do that
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's really incredible and i think also part of it is that there is very little ego in this business. I think everybody just knows like I don't know what it is, but it's really incredible the people that we've met. I mean, it's I think that's also why it's so rewarding is that at the end of it you look back and you're there's a camaraderie that is that's there from beginning to end that is just created from I don't know, from nothing almost.
0: Right. I, 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 yeah, I was going to say like, as an ex-military, uh, like, uh, individual, um, I really love what I loved about the military was it was like all for the one cause. It was like, everybody was there for the mission, you know, Mm -hmm. um, everybody was there to do their part, um, to accomplish whatever goal we were, you know, given. And that's something I kind of feel like happens in the event industry and, I love that you said no ego because that's like one of my favorite things to say or to talk about is that like there's no room for ego in this business you
1: yeah
0: you are you are working with other people and you were there for a a goal and your goal is to provide your service for the person that you're working with with,
1: yeah
0: with absolute you know complete um transparency and um and with like a real helpful and generous spirit and like if uh if you have this, you know, this ego holding, you know, holding over you, um, it, it's it's detrimental to the entire, you know, uh, the entire ecosystem of that particular evening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I love that you said that. That's so cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it is. It's like my husband and I always talk about it. Like Chris and I are always like, gosh, it's so like, it's awesome just to see like everybody working together. I don't know. It's, it's been such a great full year um, of just working with new people and and that's the other thing we love working with new people and um and the the thing that's kind of sad is like when after you work with a client for so long and then when it's over and you're like i don't know if i'm ever gonna see you again (laughs) (laughs) and it's so sad i don't know it's like that's kind of um like it's bittersweet you know because you're like happy that we've arrived at the day and um right. you know everything goes off really well but then at the end it's um it's a little bittersweet it's like you're letting your children go and you're like hi right. <laughs> you go out into the world
0: yeah it's like now go <laughs> forth and
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so funny it's true though i mean like literally it's like it's a turnover every week or you know and and yeah. you're just like oh another one is gone but i really liked you oh but now i have to it's um It makes it even more special when you work with that client or um that individual. Obviously weddings is you hope you never see them again, I guess. (laughs) Everything just works out great. But um but like with um you know when you do get to work with a client again, um, that's really special. Um, you know. Yeah. Corporate clients and stuff like that whenever you get to work with them. Um tell us a little bit about the corporate game because we are a wedding podcast, but we also I mean a lot of our event spaces and planners also do the corporate uh, stuff as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about yeah. that world. You know,
1: it's it's interesting because um, because we started off with word of mouth, it was a lot of like mitzvahs and weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2020 was kind of getting filled with like some more nonprofit things and some more corporate things. Very cool. um, and we were kind of starting to get the word out. Like people were somehow hearing about us, which is nice. Um, so we were hoping for a bigger corporate year <laughs> this year, um, but it's, um, so I don't know, we'll see. Hopefully 2021 will be, you know, the year for more corporate business. But um, yeah, I think it's because we we haven't really done a lot of marketing push. So a lot of mm-hmm. corporate planners will be like, I didn't even know that you guys were around. And I'm like, oh yeah, should I need to be better about <laughs> marketing to, you know, to the corporate world. Um, we haven't sure. done that as much. So I think because everything kind of came a little bit organically that it just um, didn't really, it wasn't a bell that was ringing in my head that I had to go do. So.
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, a lot of stuff like that, I guess, could be solved with like SEO. Like if you've ever had anybody look at your website and do like the, the heavy SEO thing yeah um, you do know, that, that too. That would probably if, if not I mean that would be uh that would probably step number one I would I would recommend for sure um yeah uh, because they'll uh they'll soup you up and uh and uh help you with those organic google rankings now we're getting nerdy uh, <laughs> I love that stuff I'm fascinated by how how that whole uh that whole thing that yeah. area I mean
1: I have like a general idea of like how it works so I think that um maybe that's how people found us in the beginning was that our SEO was, you know, it was decent. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that like the more, you know, um, more of these things like podcasts and styled shoots and all these things that kind of tie back to our website, it Mm -hmm. pushes you up a little bit because we're, you know, you know, I mean, it just kind of qualifies us as like a space that's a real thing, right? Is that kind of how it works?
0: (laughs) We're real over here.
1: We're real. We're a real space, and if you're looking for an industrial event venue, then <laughs> it'll point you in that direction.
0: Really. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And focusing in on those key terms. I mean, that's that those key words. That'll do it. Yeah. Um, well, hey, listen. Um, as we start to to wind down here, I always ask like a flurry of like little personal questions that are totally G-rated. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Like, but I just want it's it's just like a nice window of like, just get people getting to know you even more than what we've done so far. So um, I'm going to ask a few uh, uh, questions and, uh, and we'll see how, we'll see how it, everything turns out. So um, if you're going to travel beach or mountains, where, which one would you choose and why?
1: Beach, um, just because the sound of the waves really like it, I don't know, there's something like really cleansing about it.
0: So you got to be on the beach though that's the that's yes the,
1: that's like the you point. have to be listening to the waves yeah right. <laughs> the,
0: door, the door cracked got it yeah, yeah right on.
1: and taco tacos and margaritas like on the beach like what? yes or a coconut
0: That's i went to jamaica probably five years ago um uh-huh. and i was there i i took like a hard reset i went for 17 days
1: wow nice
0: and, um yes um my email box was insane when i got back home but (laughs) it was totally worth it um and my favorite memory of the whole trip was the coconut it was i would walk down the street to the coconut man (laughs) and buy a coconut for a buck and he would chop it up and and trim it down right there and then lop the top and hand it to me and that was literally my favorite thing to do i love it i love it so I feel you. I uh, I am hearing you on the coconut and the beach. <laughs> um, totally, totally feeling you. Um, do you like sports at all?
1: No. <laughs> oh, okay. My husband's a real big sports guy. So. Oh, what's what your husband into? Oh, he watches everything. I mean, okay.
0: he'll,
1: yeah, like from bowling to football, basketball. I mean, he'll, he you know, he knows a little bit about everything golf right, <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah i was like always kind of um i i didn't play a lot of sports although i will say this is um like a trivia fact about me i did synchronized swimming growing up which is like very random whoa know, my mom found this program but yes I was no synch- we're,
0: we're totally <laughs> talking about that now so how in the world, uh, so she found this program, she got you into it against your will or, f- or with your will? Or no, I, you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounded, water ballet, sure. I was like a, you know, a little kid and it sounded very girly and fun. <laughs> and I, I did it for I a I've never
0: life. met anyone that's done that before. Yeah,
1: I was in like in life. the Junior Olympics. I did the Georgia State Games. I mean, I competed.
0: <laughs> wow, you're like a professional...
1: Oh yeah. yeah, like all the, you know, all the arm. Autumn-
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so incredible! Yeah. Like how?
1: Yeah, I can tread water for hours.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine that's a prerequisite. Like first day, it's like, all right, let's see how well you tread water. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, that is yeah. so very random. See, I, I love it. It always it always uncovers something, you know. Um, so, so the, is there like a um, is there like a community uh, synchronized swimming league or something that like? I'm sure there is. I mean, there
1: is. When I was growing up, but I have no idea now. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
1: The other thing I like to say, I have another like little trivia, um, is that I used to be a like a break dancer, like pop and lock. Um, and so I was invited by Mr. Freeze, who's like you know rock steady crew, to be a part of the crew, like to come practice with them. And I said no because I had to go to school. And you, you know I was no? at NYU. I said no. Yeah, and I was supposed to go on tour with like Killer Army for like you know I don't know anyway.
0: <laughs> it's another, another life. <laughs> that was another life that was that was a fork in the road and you could have went yeah that and way. i
1: said no i gotta go to school <laughs> so and nobody knows that about me now everybody knows but this is something that <laughs> nobody has known about me especially ever, in this like, industry
0: do you ever like wake up in the morning and there's like no one around and you're just like you know and like just start doing No, but I told my son
1: that like, oh, yeah, people used to think mommy was a good dancer and he laughs. He thinks it's hysterical. He's like, oh, yeah, right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you're like, no, watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That in itself was totally worth it. Um, (laughs) uh, Whatever else you say in this segment doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) okay Whenever are you gonna hate me because my battery i'm asking to for a out.
0: demonstration so
1: you're gonna ask for a demonstration no a th- i mean just
0: like a uh, two seconds i just find that so amazing like i could watch that stuff for hours <laughs> like it's i mean it's like i just don't know how people do that with their body and like i mean the amount of training and like focus yeah i mean you probably i mean i i don't know about water uh ballet but i i I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of time invested in that too, just to keep the endurance up and everything. But yeah, uh, I mean, everybody that I know that's like a professional dancer or um, or spend any time in dancing, they're obsessed and they do it all the time. Like, yeah,
1: I mean, I used to be like very sorry. I'm about to run out of battery, so I'm just gonna. Play.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, no, it's alright. Um,
1: so, yeah, so I. I mean, I used to be obsessed. Yeah, I used to be really obsessive about it. And um, I i don't know. I just, you know, decided that it wasn't as important. I had to focus on my career. <laughs>
0: right. Well, I'm sure there comes a point where it's like, well, man, how do I turn this into like this invest time investment into... Uh, you know, money. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it's you don't make a lot of money as a dancer, so it was something that you had to kind of. I had to come to terms with. It was just something fun that I loved to do, and that that was that was about it.
0: So, moving on here, uh, favorite food is it tacos? Is that like um,
1: I do love tacos, but um, I would say Korean food is my favorite food. Yeah, I where's love your favorite,
0: Korea. Where's your favorite Korean place in Atlanta? Can you say um, that? 9292 is a really good Korean barbecue place. Wh- what's the name of it again? Uh,
1: 9292.
0: Where is that? It's in Duluth. It's a drive, but it's worth it. 9292. I yeah. wonder if I've been there before. I-, I probably would remember it, I guess, if I did.
1: I mean, I did. they play cake pop everywhere, and it's <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> But the food oh. is incredible.
0: Oh yeah, that asked me. Uh, that actually transitions well. Uh, mm-hmm. Is 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 K-pop your jam, or is it? Uh, or you, what's your? You have a favorite kind of music.
1: Um, electronic music is is my favorite. So I like minimal techno, really. But uh, but I love house music. House oh, yeah. music, is my jam. Like if it comes on, like I can't help but dance. <laughs> <laughs> and old school '90s R and B and hip hop.
0: Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you like coffee or do you like tea? Uh,
1: coffee. Always coffee. coffee. Yeah. I kind of like, like it. I, I like it black, which is, you know, really hardcore.
0: <laughs> no, well, I love black coffee the most, especially when um, the, you know, the, the coffee itself is good. Um, uh-huh. Like I can't drink QT coffee black, but like I, wow. can, I can drink like, like quality coffee. I, I will drink black all day long.
1: It's true, like, sometimes these really good coffees, like, they have, I mean, it sounds so pretentious, but, like, it does have notes of, like, chocolate and berries, and, you know, it can be fruity, and...
0: Right, when you, when you actually start giving yourself a chance to taste real coffee and actually consume it at the right temperature, and yeah. all of those types of things, it just opens a whole new, like, appreciation for it, and then it's kind of hard to go back. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I feel about it, at least. Um, uh, all right. Uh, let's see. I got two more questions for you here. Okay. Um, the last book you read, do you read books? I do. I kind of had a feeling.
1: <laughs> the last full book I read, I think, was Brain on Fire, which is um, it's really interesting. It's about this woman who kind of starts going crazy and she can't figure out why they think that she's going gets schiz- like she is having these bouts of schizophrenia but mm-hmm. it turns out she has like some crazy autoimmune disease that's attacking her brain it's, in, it's crazy yeah yeah that was the last book I read but I it's <laughs> weird I like re- reading like archaeology books I have like a thing for like I like the city is my husband always jokes. He's like, you always like to read the books that start off with the city of the lost. I, have, I think I have like some weird Indiana Jones fantasy. <laughs> like, Archaeologist.
0: Maybe, it might be Halloween. calling you to be Indiana Jones. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know All right. One last question. And we're going to let you go because you're a busy gal and you got places to be and things to do. So what was... The best piece of advice that anyone has given you to this point that has impacted your your world is there anything that comes to mind
1: um, something that comes to mind um, you know, this is going to be somebody once told me there's nothing to it but to do it right i mean it's it's a saying that people say all the time, but I, I think it. it's it's true like you just you can't think about it. Sometimes you just have to jump in and do it and do the hard work and, um, it, and it will pay off, you know, like, um, and sometimes the things that you don't wanna do, you just, just there's nothing to it, but to do it. <laughs> and then at the end, you look back and you say, oh, yeah, like I did that and that was awesome.
0: <laughs> and I did that. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Uh, what a great thing <laughs> to wrap up on. It's been amazing hanging out with you.
1: Yeah, you too. Thank you.
0: Thank you for taking the time to do this for real. It's, um, it's, it's been so fun.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm sorry. I had like some technical
0: difficulties. (laughs) No, you're fine. These things happen. Um, And uh, until (laughs) next time, we'll have you back sometime soon. Sound good?
1: Okay. Yes. I would love that.
0: (laughs) All right. And uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.